The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, episode number 343 on this 26th day of October. Uh, tonight's show is brought to you, as always, by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code four two zero pod at seatgeek.com today and save yourself uh, 20 bucks on your first purchase whatever you might be going to remember we are part of the belly up media network go to bellyupsports.com to check out all the great articles and the other podcasts such as the craft brew sports podcast uh the Captain Luke's Travaganza, and what else they got there? The uh, Rise of the Occasion, once another one of my favorites. Anyways, there at bellyupsports.com. Thank you from all of us here at at uh, 1420 World Headquarters for all your support listening to our show or watching us on YouTube. As you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to our, our show. When you listen to the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. I don't care if you watch, just subscribe. It's one of those things. Dave, uh, the NHL this week on Tuesday, I think it was, they, we talked about it off air a little bit. They had their uh, frozen frenzy on Tuesday night. All uh, all 32 teams uh, playing 16 games, started at 4 o'clock. Uh, Mountain Standard time, staggered time frames. The whole thing went uh, all night long, everything else. By by all accounts, down in the United States of America, our friends down, down to the south, it was a, a rousing success because uh, a crazy thing happens when things are successful. They were able to watch it without having an app or whatever it might be. Uh, Dave... I was sitting down here. It's like I, I didn't. I knew a little bit about it that was happening. And I was like, "Hey, this might be fun." The game started at four o'clock. I just got done watching Overdrive, doing this podcast stuff, and blah, da 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 da. And then, oh, that game's blacked out. That game's blacked out. That one's blacked out. Can't watch that one. Um, why does the NHL continue to just crap all over themselves when they want to market things that they, they just expect? Maybe that they expect Canadians to just watch. Eventually, we don't just watch anymore. It has to. I don't. I just. I don't understand. Like um, on Tuesday night is when I had my curling league, and then I we came off the ice, and they had an Oilers game on, and they had a the other screen they have. They have like 20 TVs, but you only get two channels. It's a curling rink. It's not a sports bar. And I get that. And then the other thing had the Sportsnet logo, which is the rights holder for NHL here in Canada. Uh, blacked out. Blackout. Blackout. I was like, well, for fuck's sake. And then so I asked, I went up to the bar. Like, you know, and if you're going to be at a place where people want to watch sports when you hire people to serve drinks the very next thing is like this is how you switch the channels me and the fucking 19 year old bird were there five five minutes trying to change it and and heaven forbid she gives me the remote because i would have had it done in 20 seconds like can i have the remote no i'm not supposed to do that 
it like, drives just fucking me. Fucking hand me the goddamn remote. And like, I, I, I go to, said that obviously. I I go to establishments more than you do, and like every once in a while, you have to ask if the game's not on, whatever it is. It, like you're like you, you get that feeling in your gut, like you just turned the fucking channel over here. It took uh it's three minutes for me to swear, but if you just like can you just turn the channel? Like can you just put it to two fourteen or or what it might be? Just yeah, and then they go up the wrong way or down the other oh way. It God. just drives a guy nuts. Because all I was asking, because when we got off the ice, it was eighth inning in that uh, Philly Arizona game, and I wanted to see who won, obviously, and 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 have a beer and watch uh, to see who goes to the World Series. But heaven forbid you hand that remote over to me, and then uh, uh, to go back to your point with this frozen frenzy, which is I think is a great idea. It's it's the 100%. NFL Reds. It's the NFL red zone, but now with NHL and and the NHL um, obviously was in on it. They planned it. They put all uh, 32 teams playing on the same day, which I don't know ever happens on a Tuesday. And then Sportsnet, once again, which is the rights carrier for the NHL here in uh, Canada. No, we're not doing that. We can, you can watch, you can watch the fucking Raptors. They have four channels. You can watch the Raptors, you can watch Phillies, Diamondbacks, or you can watch fucking poker. What a fucking dick snap. It drives me. It was ridiculous. Like, we talked about it on Monday night when I was out in my sister's place on the island last weekend. We had a a lot of jokes. We And I think you and I have talked about it all the time, too, about curling being on TV no matter what. And Elaine's big joke was, like, when she turned TV on in the morning, oh, what curling's on? Like every fucking day, and I don't even know if they were they were they, they were current curling matches or or, or old ones. I don't. I, it, it, but there there was actual sports being played, like live sporting events that weren't curling. I, I know curling has a an audience here in Canada, but Jesus, like Jesus, like if if like the NHL is trying to promote their their sport, baseball tells me that they're struggling all the time that they can't get eyeballs on it, and you can't find the fucking game. It, it drives me nuts. nuts. Why Why didn't NHL the, Gary Batman say to Sportsnet, you're carrying this frozen frenzy? I get you it. You're free it's that in, night. We will, yeah. whatever whatever money we're, we, you, you aren't allegedly making that night, like we'll, we'll get rid of all the licensing deals, all the, the, the ins and outs, and the, all, all the, 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 the white tape of the whole thing, whatever it's called. We'll get rid of all that for one night and let's bring as many eyeballs as we can to this thing. Why? Like we had uh, Jake, our new intern, on yesterday. We were talking about that with him. And he says, like, why would they even have it on the night that the NBA opened? Like, what, what, like at, what at what point? Because there's only X amount of sports fans, no matter what, right? And networks, and everything else. And yes, basketball fans and hockey fans are different. But why take away from the night that's supposed to be yours? And why not do it maybe like the first day after Super Bowl, maybe something like that. Like to have it to have it on a, a night where you're sharing televisions, no matter what, with baseball, because it's not a mystery that the the uh, NLCS was that week. It's not a mystery the NBA was opening that week. So why would the NHL triple over and puke all themselves and schedule their marquee event, their marquee day, not event, but their day, when there's other events going on? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. I wouldn't call it marquee. What I would say is that they were dipping their toe in the water. And, yeah, it's 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 something we're going to try and see how this works, which I applaud them for because 
I wish I would be able to comment to see how well it goes uh, with that uh, John Butchagross, I believe his name is, with ESPN. And so I I don't know why Sportsnet wasn't carrying it because I said four channels. They have five fucking channels. Because uh, one, East, West, Pacific. And 360. And 360. Yeah. So you could, and you had to put poker on one of them fucking channels. Nobody's climbing for poker. Yeah. Nobody. And yeah. No one ever wants to watch poker at at eight o'clock. If like, you're sorry, watching poker, if, if if you're watching poker, you're a poker player, and you you play poker till three in the morning. And, and you can see that. So put poker see. on at, at three in the morning because you're up anyways. Yeah, and you can watch all those clips on YouTube. It doesn't have to be live. It's not like it's a big event. It doesn't draw eyes. It just happens to be on. Like is that like, one I of think those? I would, I think I would rather watch darts than fucking poker. Is that one of those events as well? Because I'm not going to call it a sport because it's not. It's uh, is that one of those events that you, if you if you weren't watching it live, you wouldn't know it was live. Like you have you have like if there was something that was eight years ago, the costumes are still the same. Yeah, maybe, but you would never fucking know. You'd never or, know. or care. Well, we have a we have a, a couple of friends who are a couple of uh, friends of the show who are quite heavily into the uh, into the poker and everything else. So I shouldn't say them. Which I get. Like I'm not besmirching the poker players. These people are, are, are doing something that I cannot do. I don't have the skill or the wherewithal the or the bad. balls. The attention span. Or the or yeah, that's it. You know, I, <laughs> you know, and I find that when we do have our odd poker night, you know, I I do well out of the gate, but like three hours in, it's just like I'm yeah. not I gotta talk and smoke and whatever. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Just, I don't want to watch this. Dave, you were talking. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I just lost. Trust me. I, just lost. <laughs> I can laughing. play asshole until sunup. But oh, I like asshole. Yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah. You don't really got to pay attention, right? It's one of those things. No, it's exactly. not, and there's, no, there's no money on the line. Or everything else. Anyways, Dave. Worst the, case uh, scenario, you got a deal. Yeah, you were talking about the uh, the World Series later on, the NLCS, how that that all panned out. And if uh, a week ago, or when they were when the the uh, Phillies won those first two games, and they were flying out to Arizona to play three games, if you would have told me that that series would have went five games, the way it was all panning out, let alone seven games with the Arizona Diamondbacks, I'd have told you you're fucked in the head. And the way it turned out, it, it's unbelievable how that one turned out. So I, I personally think that the that the Philadelphia Phillies end up losing that World Series, more, or that NLCS, sorry, more than the Arizona Diamondbacks won that series. If that Does that make any sense? No, I, I, I do agree with that because I think uh, the Phillies team was just running in so hot and so confident, and they have a lot of, guys that like seeing what they see in the mirror and you know what the going got tough and they fucking hit the road it's 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 awesome like you know because we know how i feel about bryce harper i like the phillies as a team except for bryce harper so i can't cheer for them sorry about that philly fan but you know there you go there you go how'd you do bryce harper in game six and seven did fuck all you know, like and like over throughout the season, like Schwarber was uh, Kyle Schwarber. He's won a World Series with the Cubs there, but he was um, 
Like he was tearing the cover off the ball those first four four games. He had five home runs, whatever it was, in the NLCS. And then the, the wild card and the DS, he was unbelievable. He was great. But throughout the season, the guy was under one. Uh, he was like around 190 all season long. And when it came to playoff time, because averages, and that's the one thing that the nerds and everything else, and I, I get it, they, they don't understand. A batting average is a batting average. It's the most important stat in baseball. And I don't care what anybody says. The batting average is the most important stat in baseball. And when, when push came to shove and the rubber hit, their old Kyle Schwarber didn't get it done with guys on base and and same thing the same thing with and I I got a more of a, a, a like for for Bryce Harper than I did be, before it all started because he was uh, tearing the cover off the ball as well but when he was yeah, I think it was the sixth inning he had two guys on uh, that could have tied the game up or, or, or gone ahead uh, just with a single and no swing as hard as you can for the fence and launch angle and velo and blah 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 and he popped it up to short center field and basically that was it for the for for the Philadelphia Phillies it it, it goes to show that uh, no matter like you catch lightning in a bottle which which Arizona has but in general catching catching lightning in a bottle is is pretty rare you are who your record says you are you are who your batting average says you are no matter what and that and, that, and that's the way the baseball seasons usually play out you might get a guy a pitcher who gets hot you might get a batter who gets hot but that batter only bats once every nine times if you get some pitching gets hot like like their arizona has look what happened to them yeah and, and it's a treat to see because you know we we gave arizona no credit at all this entire season. Like uh, it was them, the Dodgers and San Fran that were fighting for that NL West title. And like, well, Arizona, when are they going to drop off Arizona? When are they going to drop off? But, but they, they made it, they earned it. They were in the race the entire fucking season. So it's not like they, they fell ass backwards into this wildcard spot. They were content. Well, they were a bit back of the Dodgers. I'm not going to give them uh, blow too much smoke. Yeah, 84 here, wins. But, they weren't exactly uh, lighting the world on fire, but they're, they made the playoffs. But, now they're in the World Series. But, but they were there. They were better than the Padres and better than the Giants and better than anyone else in the National League. And they they, they got their spot and they took it. And, and here they are in the World Series. And it's not like I'm an Arizona fan. I'm not a Texas fan. But do <laughs> you know what I did notice? Like, I wonder if they're going to have a Jays alumni. Um, Ooh. Uh, sweet. There, there's Jeez. five ex Blue Jays that are uh Ooh. in the World Series, and none yeah. of them will have that blue cap with the with a with a bird on it. You know, it's a bad look. And it, since the Jays uh, season ended, I'm glad you brought that up. Since the Jays season ended, uh, it hasn't been good ever since that pitching debacle that where the uh, Schneider was uh, whoever decided to make that that change. They've they've kind of pushed that back and back and forth here and there. But every time you turn around, there's another Blue Jay here, another Blue Jay there, and like holy Christ! And this Dalton Varsho, who the Jays uh, the Jays got. For uh, Lourdes Guriel and who was the other guy, uh, just yeah, unbelievable. Uh, he, they were major parts of, of the the Diamondbacks going to the World Series. You're like, should should they send a parting gift or anything to to, to, <laughs> to the Jays? Hey, ring, thank you very yeah. much. Here you go. Like one of those things, man. It's it, like it, it's crazy. It's like you see these teams that they 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 piece guys together and they get they get uh, a free agent here, a trade guy here. But they get it together. But that and, and the way these two teams, like with the the, uh, the the Texas Rangers, how they basically I wouldn't say bought into a World Series, but they spent a lot of money in the offseason. Both teams had over a hundred losses their last uh, or two years ago, kind of a la the uh, your uh, Baltimore Orioles. 
uh, and now they're both in the World Series. One team still built through through the uh, the the draft through the farm system, and the Rangers say, "Well, everything's bigger in Texas. Go out and, and spend some money." Uh, I'm kind of pulling for the Arizona Diamondbacks just for the simple simple fact that they're a group of guys like the Orioles were that went through the farm system together. They had some really young guys that uh, there was one guy I can't remember his name. The uh, the Rosenblatt something Blatt. I don't can't remember. It doesn't much matter. He was. He came into big league eleven games in the season uh, was to end, and he was pit- pitching in the in the uh, NLCS in Game Seven. Like I, I like those kind of stories. So I'm kind of I'm kind of cheering for the Diamondbacks to pull this one off. As am I. I'm totally cheering for the Diamondbacks. Um, I don't care. Like I don't care. I really don't. But I I've never really dug on the the Rangers for whatever reason. Um, even though Nolan Ryan. I guess that's the only reason I might like Texas because of Nolan Ryan. Um, that that Ron Washington, I remember that guy when they were good the last time and they made the World Series and his yeah. giddy up, giddy up, and all that kind of shit. Like I didn't, I don't, I just for whatever reason, I don't dig on on that. The best highlight in the history of Texas Rangers was that uh, that dude, rough not or doer. Letting that right cross on the fucking cheekbone of uh, well, if, if you want to go, if you want to go to the, the highlight of the Texas Rangers, it's still probably for me. It's, it's Nolan Ryan, as you mentioned, punching Robin Ventura in the face multiple <laughs> times. Right, one of those things too. Like, yeah, the Rangers don't have an illustrious uh, history by any means. Last time they're in the World Series, I think it was an 11, 10, 10 11 or, or eleven and twelve. Like with Josh Hamilton, I think was on yeah. That and, team, and they're yeah. actually they were one out away twice from winning that that whole thing. Um, yeah. And that was against the Cards, was it? I believe yeah. so. Yeah, great yeah. World Series. Yeah, I was. Uh, where was I? I was in somewhere in Saskatchewan watching that. Was about my old life doing that. But yeah, it's it might be the least desirable World Series. It's going to be. It's a nightmare for for uh, executives because anywhere past, let's say, where uh, the Midwest and the Southern Midwest, who's watching this fucking thing on, on the East Coast? Yeah, Dallas no, is a huge is a huge market, as is uh, Phoenix, but they're not. They they have no draw outside their their metropolitan area. Like now, it's it's going to be baseball freaks and people that live in Dallas and people that live in Arizona, and all the, everybody in Dallas is seeing what Jerry Jones wants to say on Monday Monday through Saturday too, right? Like you, you, you wonder. Like I, I've never, I've been to Texas a couple of times, but not uh, in my formidable years, I guess. But you, you wonder how many Texas Rangers fans there are in Dallas. Obviously, it's the Dallas Fort Worth, but like compared to uh, to Houston Astros fans, the Astros have been have been around for a long time and quite successful, and nothing draws a crowd like a crowd, right? So, how many people actually are are even in Houston or or, or in Dallas? Sorry, how many people are Houston Astros fans? That's a great point because the Astros do have a base and they've had a base for a long time. It's 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 a solid franchise. I, I uh, the back in the day they were um, that's who the Mets had to beat to get to the World Series. Nolan 86. Ryan and, and, and yeah. Kelly uh, was that his name? Uh, Mike Scott. Scott. Scott, yeah, Mike those Scott. He, he was a hefty fellow. He was good, man. Filthy pitchers. 
filthy, filthy yeah. one-two. Like how the Mets even beat them is a little bit. When you got a one-two like well, that, lots of cocaine. I think was the uh, was the solution to their problem. I think. Well, whatever they there. did it right, and then, and then they made history back there in '86. But uh, yeah, Houston. I I remember being like because I wasn't raised in baseball. My dad didn't like baseball. We'd watch the World Series, and that was about it because that was always in back when I was. Uh, a kid it was uh, dodgers yankees pirates and brewers and that was about it yeah with jim palmer and the royals yeah. with um uh, uh george brett yeah. and the twins and then twins when i got older it's like oh fuck i didn't even know texas had a team yeah, until was, i was 17 uh, it was 32 years ago today one of the greatest baseball games I ever played was uh with the uh Minnesota Twins beating the Atlanta Braves that great uh, one nothing in 10 innings and Jack let's talk Jack about Morris. That. And Jack Jack Morris went 10 strong struck out 8 that that would never never happen today never one you would have a pitcher a, a pitcher saying okay I'm good I'm out and two you would have a, a manager saying oh if I don't make this change and we lose I'm done even, even if we do lose, if I if I leave this guy in too long, you it would never happen on all on all ends of the spectrum. It would never happen today where you'd have a J- Jack Morris thirty two years ago today. Never. And that was that was against the Braves, correct? Yes. And then I, I would imagine Smoltz or Glavin was on the hill. Smoltz there. started, and then I can't remember. The, Alejandro Pena actually went in the, in the in the tenth to, to lose. Dan Gla- Dan Gladden got a hit, uh, double in the tenth. And they, they walk Ken Herbeck and Kirby Puck to load them up because otherwise it's going to be basically just to win the run, to win the game. And then uh, I can't remember who got I, I was on a I was on a roll there and I can't remember who got the uh, Kirby the game Puckett. winning. No, Puckett was at second. I can't oh, remember who got the hit. I can't remember who got the hit to knock knock him in. But it's like they brought the outfield in and the whole bit and the, the rest was history. And those those two, like that World Series team, like the two times the the, the Twins won those World Series eighty seven and ninety one, those were exciting. I oh, I remember for that. sure, and but that's that in Hubert, the Metrodome. The old, yep, the old, yeah, the Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome, like with the 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 garbage with the, tra- bag, with, yeah. with the garbage bag fence. Yeah, and then they and then they had the uh, the plexiglass on the on the fence, everything else. No, those World Series were great, like great. And I hope we get something like that now. I, I mean, I can't. Baseball's just different now, so I don't know if we'll see that. And like, it's 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 quite funny that because Deanne, we were upstairs talking. She thought the World Series started tonight. I said, no, it's tomorrow. And I said, they're going to have a Friday night, then a Saturday, and then they'll avoid NFL Sunday, and they'll they'll battle Monday night football. But baseball, like the fall classic, like it's not that it's, yeah, it's falling behind football, obviously, and football is the king, like, as you always say. But it's crazy how the World Series used to be. That was it. Like that was everybody watched it. Now Major League Baseball avoids avoids having any games of important importance when they're when, when the NFL's playing. It's crazy. Well because I guess you know I think baseball like you know did it to themselves because first of all they were just behind the eight ball on everything marketing and marketing their stars and everything like that. And of any sport uh it's basketball and and in baseball where it's all about the highlight reel. Like home run, home run, and even when you're on Sports Center, right? Like, what are you watching? You're not watching slick defensive plays or, or, or great pitching. Yeah. yeah, all you're watching is someone go yard. You know, I, I I've seen someone hit a home run before, but this one's in left field. This one's in right field. This one was uh, 
This one was a moonshot. This one was a line drive home run. Like, fuck, you see one home run, you see them all. You see one dunk, you've seen them all. And and, oh. and 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 baseball doesn't do itself any favors just showing a fucking home run every goddamn night and telling you the exit velocity and the launch angle. Friend of the show, Mike Tarnes, he's uh, he's uh, not a he's 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 a like thinker like me and you. Whether whether it's right thinking, it's like thinking is one of those things. But he was uh, he laughs about basketball when there's uh, the highlights. Where I was my brother's wedding a couple of years back, and sometimes I've seen him too. We're watching Sports Center at two in the morning, drinking beers and. And then all of a sudden, the NBA highlights come on, and he uh, goes, that, that's two points. Look, can be the most miraculous dunk ever. Yeah, that's two points. That's two points. Who cares? It's two points. Like, right on. Fuck, right? It's two points. 82-51. Good for yeah, you, right? Two you points. Know? Right on. You did a yeah, oh, yeah. there. They show, eight, they show the eight, the eight best dunks, six of them from one team, and the team with the good dunks loses a game by 15. Yeah, it is. There you go. Crazy. Just go jerk off somebody else. Yeah, no, the uh, yeah, the World Series. It, it's taken a step back over the years. This this one is gonna. Not, it's not gonna help the ratings. I don't think with just the way the, uh, the these two teams are. But uh, I'll still watch it. I mean, I'm I I got some things I got to do over uh, probably on Saturday night. But I'll watch tomorrow night. But uh, who do you who do you got winning this whole rigmarole? Arizona in six. Because why not? Like I want to see Arizona win it because I don't care for Texas. I don't know squat about uh, the Arizona Diamondback team. I do know they are a low salary cap team. I don't know if their owner's a douchebag like uh, Baltimore's is. I don't know that. But, you know, they built from within. Young guys on a roll. I like seeing teams like that win. I did notice that the uh, owner of the uh, Texas Rangers on uh, Monday night he was the the first to accept the trophy at uh, at uh, Minute Maid Park uh, in in Houston, which I know it's one of your favorite things when the owners get the trophies. Why? Why? And let, let's let's like, we we talk about this ad nauseum on this show. Every time there's a, a title given out because it's the NBA. Uh, the NBA does it. Um, the uh, NFL does it. Every sport but the NHL. But NHL. Why don't? these franchises or not these franchises, these leagues listen to the people or maybe listen to the PA because the PA can't be up about it either. Right. But they're getting rich playing, but geez, that's a bad fucking look. It's a bad look. When a guy who a guy who's just rich because his parents were rich and invested, whatever that nothing to do with the game. And then the guy who actually is bleeding in the fucking corner busted up hit ribs or whatever it might be uh torn fucking labrum or whatever and he he gets a trophy last it's a it, it's an absolute disgrace it's a disgrace yeah because it's not only the owner like a lot of times it's the owner and his wife and his kids and they all get to touch it before the people that actually earned it nfl's right? the worst and nfl, NFL brings up the worst. Whole, they, they put NFL on the stage the mafia yeah. Oh yeah, and there's only like and then the players players. are actually off the off, stage sometimes. Off the stage, you bet. You know, you know, NHL has uh, everybody has their day with the cup. I don't think they do with that with the uh, Lombardi Trophy. Right? No, I, I not can't a believe chance. that is true. Like here, parade day, and that's it. And then they're probably in their 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 two their when they're celebrating is like, hey, did everybody get their picture with the <laughs> with the trophy? Because you ain't seeing this fucking thing. Yeah, you won't see it again. And you're a free agent tomorrow, so see you later. 
yeah, and then so this is your last chance. Hold it, touch it, or it's oh no, no, don't touch it, don't touch it, just don't you know, touch it because it's just, going to my on my mantle. I don't want to have to clean it before it goes up there. Yeah, not that they would the be, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's, it's a, I get it. It's gross. It, it is gross, and and maybe that's something that the the players unions actually have to put in. In, in so, all hey, the other can sports. we just give us ten minutes? Just yeah, just ten minutes. Like just like us first, and like we like we'll talk to you. We'll talk to the owner, but when we hand it over, we're gonna hand it to the fucking the captain, captain the two, and then the captain you know, will give it to who he wants to, and the owner's probably way down the list. And that World Series trophy, that thing might break if you fart on it too hard. No, that's well, the they worst. Get, they get that's the worst. Chance. Those, those flags are pretty brittle. Here they are. It's an awful trophy. That's an they're, awful they're, trophy. They're pretty bad. 2017, there was some, there was some, some promotion. Yankees say me, 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 and Mike were down there, and you get your picture with the 2017 trophy, and uh, it was some promotion that we said, blah blah blah, got our picture taken, and they said, do you want to sign up? We said, well, we're Canadian, we can't. Like, we actually couldn't. We couldn't. Like, Good fuck. So I got a, got a, got a free picture, and then we couldn't sign up for whatever credit card or it was. Were you allowed to touch it? No. No, there was no touchy. There was, there was no, no touchy. touchy. No, there did was no it, touchy. Did it, does it look fragile when you're really close to? I won stronger trophies in Tiny Mite Hockey made by Midnight <laughs> News. Midnight News in Fort McLeod on Main Street that, that took more of a beating. Uh, they're probably down here in my basement somewhere. Yeah, one of those deals. They, they, no, it looked like it's a rinky-dick little piece of crap, actually. That is the, the worst trophy in, like... Yeah, like you say, like there's midget. There's when I say midget, I mean that's a league in hockey, whatever for fourteen yeah. and unders. I don't, I, I uh, they don't call it midget anymore. We're not but nonetheless, about, uh, little people or smaller people or there's better ver- trophies. Ver- challenged, uh, I guess. There's better trophies in every league in of every age group than that World Series trophy. It's a terrible trophy. Change that, Major League. I, if I got to hear one more time, and it's going to be all week long in the uh, once the World Series starts tomorrow night. If I got to hear one more time, and it's not because I'm a Yankee guy, because I think it's still the greatest World Series I've ever witnessed in my life. If I got to hear one more time that the last time the Arizona Diamondbacks were in the World Series is when they beat the New York Yankees in 2000. Nah, we fucking right. know. We know. No, we know. No, Everyone knows. That's Yankee fan. You pretended no. not because you're a Yankee fan. It's no, I, it's like, okay, get a new storyline. Stop line. it. Well, what other storyline is there The kids that are playing weren't even alive then. Most but kids that are playing weren't alive. Well, that's why they have to be reminded that they beat the Oh, Yankees. they know. They know. They, well, we're going to keep reminding them because there's a shortest attention. I don't, I don't know. I don't have uh, I don't have hurt feelings reported or anything on that. that you, was do. Greatest, you do. You no, do. Every I time. Don't. You I think, it's a, because, I think it's the greatest World Series I've ever witnessed in my life. I, I know, do. but you keep you keep on saying, "I wish the Yankees would have won because that was the 9-11 yeah, year." And this. Well, of course, but no, like you know, he goes, "Maybe fate would have given it to the Yankees." So you do. You're a little butthurt, and it's okay to me. It's okay to admit that, Brent. You're in a safe space. <laughs> Am are. I really? We're You're putting this out of the mass. Am I a safe space? <laughs> Like, well, ah. with me, you are. With me, you're in a safe space. Yeah, we're half a second away from some keyboard warrior <laughs> fucking ruining my life. <laughs> we're not taking sides, but, you know, it's okay for the... 
<laughs> the media now is like one trick ponies, right? They got a reminder, and then like I can't imagine how many times you're gonna have to watch uh Mariano Rivera, Luis the greatest Gonzalez, get the hit up. Yeah, Mariano. the the, the uh, greatest uh, the greatest postseason closer of all time. Undisputed. There's no doubt about it. But there was a time. There was a time. There was a time. One time. When all, when all, once. One it was, time. Uh, with a, yeah. uh, it was a one time when I, I really wish it wouldn't <laughs> happen. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four viewers sports talking a whole lot more. This segment, as always, brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today. And save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase over there at SeatGeek. Get yourself that, some World Series tickets. And that was before uh, Kurt Schilling was a douche. Six grand for tickets at, uh, in Texas tomorrow night. For one. Well, everything's bigger in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas, right? If your dick ain't big, your wallet is. I ain't spending that kind of like I'm, I'm not. No, not. No, fuck no. Game. The most I spent ever was a thousand bucks for uh, for two seats, and that included a lot of stuff. Like uh, that was the the most I've ever spent. Like a little reach around and uh. No, it was at the Le- Legends of the <laughs> Stadium. So we, me, me and Mike, me and Mike had a we had a, like a time to say the least. But yeah, it was uh, everything was included, right? One of those deals. But yeah, yeah. I would I would never spend. For a seat, six grand, not a chance. Not no a chance. chance. Cause then you said like you don't know who you're sitting beside. Hey, you don't know who your team's gonna win. Six grand to sit beside this ass hat. And is Taylor Swift gonna take the stage afterwards? No, like, fuck, that's God. gotta go away. Jesus. You, you're right, it's gotta and I apologize for bringing that up. Oh, that we don't is, have to talk about yeah, it. We'll, we'll talk about it in half a second. Anyways, no, we don't. I don't want to. That was accidental. Four beer we're sports talking a whole lot more. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four Beaver Sports talking a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use uh, promo code 1420SKATE at Manscaped.com. i got to change those graphics up on there. but uh, And get yourself 20% off and free shipping there on Manscaped for all the best in men's personal grooming needs. You might want to keep a few more hairs on the old body right now. Jeez, they win or hit hard. Doesn't seem want to go away. Well, when we say hit hard, it just came quick. We went from oh, we went from plus 10, 15 to yeah. minus. We, we went from uh, shorts and sandals to jeans and sandals to not wearing sandals or shorts outside. Like it just to, to and, toques to, and a scarf. To yeah. toques and a scarf and some fucking long underwear for those early morning days. And uh, whenever uh, if you if you broke your uh, your your a window brush back in fucking April when you were bitching about the snow to use whatever card you don't use it out of your wallet very much. Yeah, it's fucking, it, it got shitty this week, man. Like, it's crazy. Shitty and, it, and it keeps coming down, and this is the worst, this is the worst kind of snow, because you drive around, and then it, you, you park, and then it melts, and you gotta, you gotta scrape your window every fucking time. Yeah. And that, 
I, I, I don't mind stone and stuff, but scraping windows, like, you're in some place for a half hour, you come out, and you got to scrape your fucking window. And then you get oh, yeah. wet and stuff because you're reaching across. Oh. And your hands are cold. Well, you know, I'm old enough now. I have gloves. I put my, my uh, driving gloves. I have, like, six pairs of driving gloves, and I have them everywhere. Like you, you can imagine, because I can't keep track of anything. I have I have reading glasses and driving gloves everywhere in the winter time, because you're like with glasses too. You're outside, you come inside, you can't see. Fogged up, can't see a fucking thing. Find another. Uh, I can't find those fucking things. Winter, you can fuck right off. Fuck off. (laughs) She's going to be a long one. But the thing is that we laugh about this all the time. I don't know if we talk about it on this show, but um, I remember as a kid, Halloween, which is only four days away, five days away now. Like as a kid, I remember Halloween every year, year in year out up in Southern Alberta. Here, there was fucking snow on the ground when you were kids. Oh no, I I remember but every year, snow. but yeah, it, it was less than I would say ten, less than ten percent. No, like, to have this much snow before Halloween is a rarity. Uh, maybe I'm just waxing poetic. I don't know. Anyways, the uh, NFL uh, seasons. NFL seasons into uh, week eight. Uh, this is where the uh, the rubber hits the road once again. This is separation time uh, throughout the NFL. Dave, uh, what's the uh, funeral going to be like for the Denver Broncos on, on Sunday afternoon when it's all said and done? When they face the, uh, we're not going to mention what's her name, but with the uh, with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, how bad is it going to get? I think the Broncos have a 50-50 chance of covering the spread. And I don't know what the spread is at this moment. It's like a conference a half, game. I think, yeah. yeah, I think they got a 50% chance of covering the spread. But, you know, no expectations. It's a game. Whatever. Like, I don't I don't know if I'm going to watch. We're, we're actually, like I mentioned, we were supposed to go down to Montana last week. We're going down to Montana tomorrow after work. So I won't be available to watch that game and i'm just fine with it i'll see i'll see what game the am radio is is hosting on the way on the drive home or you're coming home sunday yeah coming home sunday the uh the thing about and that's the thing about you get this point and and it's it's all sports when you know your team's done and you go well i'll watch but i'm not going to center my day around it like I, I'm good. Like I'll watch it. Like I do the Yankees. Like 162. I'll watch 140. Right. But there's mm-hmm. like, I, I won't be there for first pitch or last pitch if there if things are going apart. But I'll watch bits and pieces of 140 because it's it's in front of me. Right. But when you're in a in a 17 game season or a a 12 game college season, you can kind of pick and choose when you're like I'm I'm good. Uh, I'm a fan, but what's the point? Like what? Yeah. As I look, I pulled up the schedule as we as you were talking there. They were the afternoon game. So I will be home by fourth quarter. I will know what the score is when we pull back into Lethbridge, Alberta here. And then I'm probably not going to tune in. I'll, I'll just know the score. And that's all I care about. It's It, it sucks. It, it, it sucks having a team this shitty against the best team in the NFL. 
There's a guy that we've uh, we've avoided to talk about throughout this football season so far. I don't know how we've done it. Jim, the, our good friend of the uh, the fan of the van podcast, he uh, he doesn't shy away from the uh, the uh, Deshaun Watson talk. And Jim's had some pretty good guests on his show lately with uh, Bill Belichick on there, and he's had Roger Goodell on there. I think even Taylor Swift made an appearance on on Jim's show, which was was quite odd. But anyways, so make sure you guys check that out. Uh, but uh, Deshaun Watson basically has. Uh, I think he's basically mailed it in for his contract. He's got he's like $215 million guaranteed. This week he said, why would I hurt my team by playing? What kind of fucking statement is that? You got 215 sheets in the bank coming your way no matter what. And you, and you said, I don't want to hurt my team by playing. You hurt your team by signing that contract, you piece of shit. That blows me away. It blows me away. How, like... I guess $215 million, I don't know what I would say or do or how I would behave. Um, I personally thought it was this was going to be a redemption tour and, and he's going to show everybody how good he was because he was a super stud in Houston there. I loved him as a Houston Texan. Like he was, he was a difference maker, fucking cannon for an arm. He was like Lamar Jackson with a better arm, a better accurate arm. And now he just sucks ass. And and, and that, to me, it's just... I, I don't understand how he can't take this as, as an opportunity to to make, to redeem his um, reputation. Like Michael Vick with the Eagles after the, the dogfighting shit. And he went to jail, for fuck's sake, Mike Vick. Yeah. And, 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 right? And now Deshaun Watson... It's just has a sullied character and he can at least try and get some people to like him again by being an elite quarterback, but he just sucks. He's awful. They, that, that's a great comparison. Michael Vick and, and the, uh, cause you know, like, like I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not for one second saying that dog fighting's okay. I'm not, but that was a part of, uh, he went to fucking jail for that. Jail, hundred percent. And he served his time, and he realized that wrong. That was a part of um, his growing up. It was a thing. Like they're, they're still getting around that. Like, it was part part of growing up, and and to, to lose a uh, well, quarter quarter billion dollars over, and then get another quarter billion dollar paycheck after that. But uh, to to uh, Michael Vick did it right by saying, you know what, I made a mistake, I did this, I did that, and then it it, uh, it turned out that he was, um, you know, sore for what he did, and he realized the mistakes he made, and but by, by, uh, by Watson not basically ever saying I was guilty, or that I did such and such wrong, and by taking whatever payouts he could get, and then by bailing on his teammates now, this guy might be the biggest piece of shit in sports history. And, and, and like, if, if you go back 20 years, whatever it was, when, when Vic went on his little rampage there, or not rampage, I shouldn't say rampage, when Vic got, got convicted of, of uh, dogfighting, people were like, what the fuck? Like, dogfighting must be lucrative to lose all that money as a football player. But he, 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 you know, he came back. Now he's on TV the whole bit. And so he's kind of, he kind of redeemed himself a little bit. But how this, this Watson guy just basically said, you know what? I, I'm getting paid. I got my house. I could care less. I don't care. I did nothing wrong. These bozos gave me eighty million, and all right, two fifteen, man. I got a sore arm. Yeah, it's 
and and fucked up the quarterback market. Just like fuck, there's there's so many different reasons he should be able to come to the field and want to prove the haters wrong. But he don't give a fuck. He don't give a fuck. Like like I said it on the on the pod on on Monday there. Like he, he falls down, he gets pushed out. Oh my arm, I can't play anymore. Grow the fuck up. Like you're, you, you are playing football. You're playing a game where men hit each other and you didn't even get hit that hard. You just basically fell down and you pulled yourself out of the game. You know, you're, you're more of an advocate for the players. I'm not anti-player, but I'm, I'm not a pro player as much as you are, whereas I'm more of an advocate for the owner of the team because I don't think that getting a guarantee, like the guaranteed contract, I, I, don't like but because just for the, this situation because like this watson character you can say you know what i'm not playing pay me see you there's insurance and everything else and I, so I'm, I'm not a big advocate of the guaranteed contract just for the, for this reason but i'm also not a like okay like fuck guys over by any means but th- this this guy is the exact reason why there isn't guaranteed contracts and it's too bad because his 215 or i think it is i think it's, I, mean, I could have made that up i don't know where I heard that, but his 215 is a lot different guarantee contract than that fucking that uh, second string lineman who makes 900 grand a year could be out of the league in two years. And then when you have these things, like the guys that the, the linemen, and, and there's going to be some minimum wagers on that offensive back, line. Sir. Right, but like on the offensive line, I'm blocking for this guy. I'm going to sell up for this piece of shit. Yeah. Who, so now who, he loses right. his job. She's not trying hard enough because that guy's such an asshole. It's, it's a yeah. vicious cycle, well, right? Like it's, yeah, and and then, you know when you see you're you're an owner hugger, um, who the fuck does this owner thinking he is? Given this piece of shit a guaranteed contract. I'm not an owner right? hugger. I just take the owner's side a little bit when it comes to guys like Watson. Like they shouldn't. Yeah, have but done. yeah, but you're the owner that signed him to that contract. Who else yeah, would have done it for him, right? Like just the shit yeah. scenes, right? And like and the shit scene owner is a piece of shit. He's been convicted of racketeering. I don't know how the NFL doesn't kick him out of the club for being a, a convicted criminal, but you know that's just how it works in 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 the NFL, I guess. Yeah, look, it's it's funny how like the Dan Schneider thing kind of just uh, like he sold the team. It, it really just went away. Like it just like you don't hear just like let's zip it. He's gone. We're not talking about it. It's just gone. Like, wait, I'm, wait, sure, I'm sure people someone... in Washington still hear about it. I'm sure people in Maryland still hear about it. But like right, like around here, fuck not a fuck. And I'm I mean I, I internet a lot. I mean, you never hear a peep of what happened to Dan Schneider. Somewhere, sometime someone's gonna write a book because I do know that they hired that the the independent counsel to to do a, an intensive investigation as to the sexual um, improprieties that were happening in the office and this and that. And, and it, with, with the caveat that this is going to become public knowledge, still waiting. That, that report's been out for three years. And so obviously Dan Snyder got a part of this selling thing was like, okay, so, there has to be a redacted version that gets released. I don't, I, it's never been released. And that's what Goodell, that piece of shit said to the press and everything. Once we do this investigation of the improprieties um, that have uh, 
possibly been happening in the Washington Redskins organization, we will make these findings. Yep, managed to leak a little bit of information to get John Gruden fired, but you won't fucking sell out that piece of shit, Dan Snyder. Like, it's such a greasy organization. It's so greasy. It's like the mob, these men that run this this organization. And I love it. And I love the product. So and, I'm the hypocrite. And, you know, and that and it's not hypocritical, David. And the thing is, the problem that you got is that you get talking heads like me and you. Because we're talking heads now. I hate to break it to you, but we, we're we're part we're we're almost part of the problem <laughs> as well. That uh, you know, you, you get enough guys talking on click clickbait and hot takes. Like we 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 don't clickbait at all by any means. I mean, we we should, but it's um, it's not hypocritical. It's just factual. Right, we just talk about it, and this is the, this is what happens, and and nobody ever does it. Like it's, it's never talked. It's it's so crazy how the stuff gets just pushed aside, and 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 on and on it goes. Like it's and how money driven it is, and how it's just how how corrupt it all actually is. It's it's too bad that we know the ins and outs of it to like to our knowledge, right? We don't we don't do an investigative report. We barely check facts with the fourteen twenty podcast, but it's uh, it's too bad that. We we're subjected to um, hearing about the bad side of sports because the bad side of sports been happening since Alan Eagleson back with the NHLPA back in the in the seventies, right? So it's not a new thing, but now we just know more about it, so people talk about it. Like when you, when I when I was just a sports fan back in the nineties and none of this shit was talked about, I was good. Like I was good. Yeah, well, you say because that's what we hear about is the bad side. That's not true. We still got all the good stuff. No, the, the, bad, the, the bad stuff. The bad stuff's in front of us is what I'm getting at. Like we we, we have access to the bad stuff. Back more back, now than we ever back, did. Back Thirty years ago, we had no access to it. Uh huh. Right. So it's too bad that it's out there. It's not too bad because it gets rid of the pieces of shit. Obviously, because the Deshaun Watson is not the first piece of shit that ever walked the face of the planet in, in, in sports history. He's not. Right. Well, they, 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 like uh, I just think of Greg Hardy when uh, Jerry Jones signed him Red Dallas. Who beat the shit out of his girlfriend and threw guns at her and threatened her life, you and know, he got convicted for it, and they still hired him. You know, there was there was uh, nefarious things going on in hockey and baseball and everything else throughout the years. It's just it's too. I don't want to say it's too bad because these guys shouldn't get a free pass for being just because you're you're good at a sport doesn't mean you should get a free pass to to do the things that some of these guys are doing. But we just hear about it more, right? And, and that's the biggest thing. It's not a new yeah. thing. It's just we hear about it more. I miss the days of just a, a little cocaine problem. Like that's it. Have your blow, fucking play, play good goal, and then we're we're gonna call each other good in the morning, right? I don't. And that's I don't it. This. Yeah, I don't. I don't need rape and molestation and 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 sexual concerns. Just just have a just have a little coke problem. That's all. Is that too much to ask? To ask my athletes to have a coke problem. I think it I think it was a little too much to ask for Dwight Good. He didn't have a little cocaine problem. <laughs> Not when he was in the 86 Mets. Well, maybe he did. That's the second to 86 Mets uh, reference of tonight. The uh, yeah, a little coke. Yeah, Dwight Dwight Good did not have a little cocaine problem. That's that's gotta be one of those uh fuck me moments in, in life, really. Uh for for an athlete of, of all time, when he decided to sit at his drug dealer's house instead, he was watching the Mets uh, parade in New York. After City being game. up all night, yeah. And after being up all night and wanted to sit there, sit with a some derelict in a fucking crack house in New York City doing cocaine instead of going to the party, like that's yeah, got to be a low moment, man. I, I like, and apparently he didn't even like co- cocaine. He just liked the way it smelled. Like the smell of it. 
<laughs> like that girl in fucking Edmonton two weeks ago smelled like cocaine and sperm. But what I want to say is... well, anyways, I don't think Dwight couldn't smell the sperm, but I don't no, know. Whatever. No, it's it's I crazy. Wasn't there. No, it's it's too bad that yeah, we we we're, we're so like I I agree with it that these guys shouldn't get a free pass, but it's too bad that it it, it infiltrates uh, the sports fan world because it's. Uh, Sports is still great to me. Like I, I don't let it bother me a whole bunch because really, what's it? What's it? What's it? Uh, it doesn't change who I cheer for in the big, big picture. Um, if there was a, an abuser on 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 my uh, on my team, I'd probably have a different look. Or if there was a uh, situation like the, we'll talk about it here in a second when we get to the uh, MLB goat here. But like even when guys were cheating, I cared a little bit during the steroid era, but it didn't. It didn't because everyone was doing it. Right, and they were. They weren't hurting anybody, anybody except else, for the, except for the integrity of the game. They were hurting the game. Yeah, they weren't hurting anybody else, and and I do get that. But you know, with this kind of shenanigans that goes on, there's just too much money, and I understand that it's fair that like fifty percent of profits go to revenue, go to owners, and fifty percent go to the players. Maybe, maybe there should be a way that you know, let's put. 10%, 5% on each side towards other shit to, to developing the game. And when I say developing the game, I also mean like just general education of how to conduct yourself accordingly in a society. You know, when you do make $5 million a year, when you make a million dollars a year, when you make $20 million, like this is, this is how shit is going to happen well, and how to, how to treat women, how to stay away from, from guns Gambling. How to stay away from drugs? How to stay away from gambles? Like it's, I don't, I don't kid, have uh, answers, but I'm glad you actually brought that up. I don't know if you wanted to go into this, but there, there was a kid for the uh, Ottawa Senators. I call him a kid. He's 23, I think. Nick Pinto. Zero. Yeah. Pinto. He got games. He got suspended today for half the season. It was kind of something. I kind of felt that something was going on because he's a good player, and he didn't accept his qualifying offer, and on it went. And there was there's money in the okay. He and the the, the, the Senators kind of lowballed him because he scored 20 goals, I think, last year or 15 goals. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Whatever. But um, and then it came he's up. He's a restricted they, free agent, right? Yeah. So there was like 800 grand was a little low for the kind of for that. But it turns out today there was some stuff going on behind the scenes where he got busted for uh, gambling. They, they haven't said exactly what happened uh, and how much gambling he was doing on his own or was, was with somebody else. Nobody knows. It, it hasn't come out yet. And that's something that uh, and I was watching Overdrive today, and Jeff O'Neill was saying that back when he was in NHL, that there was guys coming in on, with suits on a, on a weekly basis. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't. Don't, 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 because you're going to get caught. And this was 25 years ago. And now with gambling the way it is, you would think that somebody would talk to these, like, and this, this is not a one-off, but it happens pretty regularly now that guys are, are getting, getting uh, fined and suspended for for gambling that, geez, this, this kid could have probably, if he uh, had a good season and qualifying offer and everything else, he probably could have put, by the time his career was over, 40 million bucks in his jeans. And now he's not playing because who, yeah, like, who knows what happened? Why? It ha- like, we don't know. It's all speculation. That's what podcasts are. But let's just say that he was deciding not to score an empty net or if he was not back checking on something or he was doing something. Yet, Yes, people talk about the uh, NHL and NFL and MLB and NBA being hand in hand with gambling, which they are. 
But it's it's very it's very clear in the rules. If you play, you can't bet. So this guy's this guy's this guy's basically saying for instead of the forty million bucks he could have put in his jeans, I'm gonna on a fucking three game parlay. I don't know what it was, but you know what I'm saying. We're gonna hear more about this sooner or later because um, I I also saw that obviously on the Twitter machine today, and there's uh, sources I trust, um, and one of the sources I read um, said if. If, it, if this was betting on hockey, it would have been a year minimum. So it has to mean he was betting on something else. But then why the fuck would a league who has embraced gambling on every single rights holder, they have FanDuel, I think it is, on Sportsnet. They have fucking Everything, gambling yeah. ads all the time. Bulldogs all the everywhere. time. It's all over. And, 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 and so like I, I just need more information to talk about this to – to understand why he got suspended for a half a season. Cause, yeah. cause I don't, I don't, it, it just really makes me scratch my head. Why someone would get suspended for gambling when the league has embraced this, every sport, like, and, and the, the rights carriers, um, everything, uh, talk about it. They talk about it on their panel shows. They do everything but a player isn't allowed to gamble on the product that they're endorsed. Like what would happen if it was Gatorade that was sponsoring all this shit and a kid was drinking Powerade, he would get in shit for that. Well, right? you can't throw a game because of Powerade. Right. But right. you know, you might not play as well. I'm like, I don't know the fucking rules on, on, on uh, energy drinks, but you, you understand what I'm saying. Like, you know, I don't, gambling, but, but if, if, they, if they, if they, if they decided it's legal and you're not bidding on the game you're playing, there should be fucking just letters. Well, that's why, like, until we we get the full facts of it. But it, I think it's pretty simple, Dave. Like, and I, like, I, I agree with you one hundred percent that the uh, all these sports leagues have have gone hand in hand with betting, and it's 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 a bit odd to me that that they, they don't let the guys bet on a football game when they're playing hockey, or if they, and if if you're a football player, you can't bet on a basketball game or whatever it might be. I get, I totally agree with you there, but when I have a, a ten, a, a five to ten year, maybe opportunity to make a lot of money doing something i love if somebody said don't bet i'm like okay pretty simple i'm not doing it i'm not like it's it's actually that simple here's the rules for you for for your employment like this what you have to do to be employed here i think it's pretty simple and for that guy to fuck that up i think it's 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 stupid you're you're a fucking idiot because you could have put forty, you could have put forty million bucks your jeans for a fucking three game parlay or whatever it might might have been like you're a fucking idiot that's my opinion. And, and you're you're right, but you know this is we're not talking about gambling. We're talking about addiction, right? The same thing that like we were just talking about. It. You think uh, Dwight Gooden wanted to keep doing cocaine, right? How many how many millions of dollars did that cost him, right? He never he never tested positive for cocaine. As far as I, I as I know. I don't think he ever got suspended from Major League Baseball. Oh, no, he did for a little bit there. Yeah, there were some situations, but yeah, that doesn't matter. Okay, but 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 nonetheless, like the like he was only hurting himself by doing cocaine. Like someone like the the gambling's a different thing because of the potential trouble someone can get in by throwing a game. Right. And and that's what that Tim Donahue, that referee, yeah. like and you can find a couple documentaries on um on uh on Netflix with uh, like that Boston College group that was um implicated. Yeah. It's, it's 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 harder to influence the game as a hockey player, which doesn't make it right. 
It doesn't make it right. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And and you know if if the leagues are gonna embrace well, gambling as a revenue as a revenue generator, they can't they can't be fucking surprised when players want to place a bet here and there. Well, because it's so relevant. Like guys, they, they sit around their hotel rooms all day long, whatever, and it's bet 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 us bet this bet that. Whatever. You play cards in the back of the bus as a kid. So, you play cards in the back no, of the plane I, I when you're to, in the I bigs. Told, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you, but. If somebody says this is the rules, like when you go to work at fucking Home Depot, you have to wear khakis every day. And someone says no, then you don't work there anymore. Pretty simple. It's, I, I, know you, I know you say it's an addiction and everything else and whatever, but it's like, fuck, man, these are the rules, these are the rules. And when it, you were in Bonneville on the bus and they said you can't play dice in the back of the bus anymore for for money. And then also, then like, well, like fuck, we're just playing for loonies, just playing for dollars. I told you guys, you can't play dice. Someone's going to be playing dice, and someone's going to get caught playing dice or cards. Yeah. No, I, I, I no, I totally understand that. I, I totally understand because when you tell someone to do something, they're more likely to do it, right? right. When you tell when you tell Josh for not to do something, that it's more animal for him to do to do it, right? Yeah, like why? But it's one of just, those things. Just, just don't. Just why? 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 Someone else can do it because I, I have a million bucks in the bank anyway, so fuck off. Not the Jasper. Would say that, but or he has and not that I have a unless he does, but it's it's one of those things. But you just, (laughs) I, I get it, but and and this is like hockey. Like there's probably a lot more, but this guy stepped over the line. Whatever happened, the the details will come out in the coming days and weeks ahead. There's no getting around that. But it's just, it was something like there was something weird going on because the guy, the guy should have got a contract and he didn't. And both sides kind of held off a little bit and and it didn't happen, right? Yeah. And then it turned out today. Well, here's what happened. You know, you got 41 games and see you later. And he'll never, he'll never get, like, I should say never. He won't get another big contract because whatever happened was kind of major. And, and these, these guys are disposable. Uh, he's going to get one. Well, I, like, well, somebody I don't else know. Somebody else score fucking 25 goals next year for the Ottawa Senators. Who cares? You know, I'd rather find a, uh, uh, sign a free agent that had a gambling suspension than a, a domestic dispute or a cocaine Right. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Or even a DUI or, or an assault, something like that. Like, you know, and, and you know, maybe that's us and our, and our like, well, that's, it's just a bet. It's just a bet, right? And like, and, and that, it, it just carries on, right? Like, it's, yeah. Well, one it's bet turns into five, and all of a sudden you're fucking, you're, you're it's shaving just points. A bet. Yeah. Right? He only blew, he only blew 0.09, right? Like, he was barely drunk when he was driving. Yeah. Well, that's right. a whole it was just a fender bender. It's not like he killed anybody, right? Like so, like it's easy to make excuses for our heroes. Like not that this Pinto kid's a hero, but it's these are the rules. These are the rules. And, oh, yeah. But I, and and, I, and that's why I I'm a bit I'm a bit so like these are the rules and this is what it is. So you fuck he fucked around and found out. Yeah, he fucked around and found out. At the contract, like he's at that point where this yeah. is. T- th- 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 you don't have a contract, it, right? It's a jump from eight hundred grand a year to like five million bucks. A zero. Year. He's making zero dollars. Zero bucks. Zero bucks a year right now. With no contract when he gets out of suspension. Zero. Yeah, and a tattoo on his ass saying, "I, Whoops. I got a suspension." Yeah, maybe we should uh, get a hold of him. Get uh, promo code one four two zero. BetUS at BetUS.com. You can get a 125% bonus, sign-up bonus. Yeah, right, Pinto, chance. just DM, DM me, 1420Dave on, uh, on <laughs> yeah. the Twitter machine. Yeah, we'll figure it all I'll, out. I'll, help, I'll help set you up, brother. No, yeah. it's crazy. It's it's crazy. It's too bad. It's too bad because they, they're they hand-in-hand, but, right? 
But we don't know. But we don't know, too. All we know well, sports, is like the, 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 the leagues are hand-in-hand, hand, but the players can't participate. And if that's a rule, it's a rule. But if you play football, you should be able to get down on every NBA game you want. Uh, it's a slippery slope, man. Because you I get, get money it. and everything else. It's a slippery slope. No, but that's absolutely, absolutely fucking bullshit. So you're, so you're a waitress at, a, at one place and you're not allowed to drink in another? Fuck off. You're making so much money on it, and like, and I can't fucking get down. How am I supposed to get down? I don't know. Do you still get down? Not on gambling, but yeah, nah. It's been a while. I don't get down like I used to. Like, it's oh no, me neither. No, no. Jesus. Two, three times a year. Like, so maybe you know the the odd Sunday afternoon, I'll get down for like twenty minutes. Not get down. Get down. Down. I don't know what you're talking about anymore. It's anyway, it's the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. I have no idea what you're talking about there. The first time in three and a half years here, here's two years ago. I'm actually at a loss for fucking words. 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. This segment brought to you by manscaped.com. Uh, use promo code 1420 scaped at manscaped.com today to save yourself 20% and get to yourself free shipping. At Manscaped before you go and get down. I, 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 I'm i a loss. There ain't no crime in getting down. Man. There ain't no crime in getting down. Depends how you get down, though. Yeah, getting down is like, that's like that's every person's getting down is their own. If you're going to get down, get down responsibly. Get down responsibly. And don't hurt anybody. And don't fuck yourself out of $5 million a year, Pinto. Jesus fuck. If you want to get down, just how pissed would you you, you, just listen for for, how pissed, like let's say if uh, you had to go into your parents' house on the north side of Lethbridge in 1980, whatever the fuck, or 1990, and you had a contract and before the internet and you had to walk into your parents' house and say, Mom, Dad, I, I gotta tell you something. Did you sign your contract? Did you sign your contract? I didn't sign yet, and turns out there's a problem, and like I, I got suspended, and I'm probably out the better part of it would have been five million back then. I'm probably out the better part of I don't know, fucking one point six, one point seven million bucks. What would your parents said? Go to your room, like, like, <laughs> like what do you do? Like, go to your room. Go to your room. Your mom and I are gonna Steve and Mark would have had me in the fucking garage on 22nd Street. You go to your room, your mom and I are gonna talk, and we'll call you when we're ready to talk to you. Oh what'd you do? What'd you do? I got well, I can't really talk about it. (laughs) I got down. Talk about it. Think about that. I can't actually talk about it. Like it's under investigation. I can't really talk about it. I I'm sorry, but I could can I still stay here tonight? How pissed is his agent? Oh, all of it. All of it. Who's not pissed at him? Oh. The game, like, like he just, like, I imagine he has some bookies DMing me and, like, hey, like, this is how you do it on the slide. You want to get down. His bookie's saying, are you going to pay us still? You lost. <laughs> <laughs> your credit's up, man. Yeah. Like, 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 now like, if you don't have a contract, your credit's really up. Yeah, like so. Once you sign, like you know, we want X number on this day. Like it's fucking good. The interest is in accruing. Yeah, there we go. Fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beer sports talking. Hold. 
Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast is happy to have partnered up with Barn Burner Hockey. Barn Burner Hockey is a hockey lifestyle brand that is motivated by making all-natural, chemical-free hockey products for players of all ages and skill levels. Get yourself the Filthy Mist Deodorizing Equipment Spray, the Dirty Dangles 2-in-1 Shampoo and Body Wash. They've also got two different types of stick wax, hockey accessories, and apparel that will not only make you look good, but feel great on and off the ice. So go to barnburnerhockey.ca and use promo code 1420BARN and receive 10% off your purchase. That's 1420BARN at checkout at barnburnerhockey.ca. Barnburner Hockey is so cool confident that you will love their all-natural products, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Barn Burner Hockey and the Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast, created for players, by players. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talking a lot more. Dave, the other night I was uh, with my with my uh, better half. We were over having a, a beverage uh, about, I don't know, 9 o'clock at night. Went over there and had a drink just to kind of the, uh, let the cobwebs loose a little bit from our little trip down to Vancouver Island. And uh, we got talking about the greatest athletes of all time. I don't know what was on TV, why the, the conversation came up, but it, it turned out to be a very good conversation. I, I knew Deanna was smart, but I didn't know she was that smart. But it was, uh, she said, like, Tom Brady's the, the greatest football player. And we're, we're doing our lifetime. We're not doing, we're not doing Babe Ruth. We're not doing Bart Starr. We're not doing fucking. DiMaggio, man. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're not doing that kind of stuff. But in your lifetime, we've seen, in our lifetime, we've seen three this uh, to play the game. I don't, I don't think I don't think they're disputable in my opinion. I'm sure people who listen might might uh, have a couple of difference of opinion with, with what I'm going to say here. But in in the NBA, you have Michael Jordan. Some people say LeBron's the guy, but I'm going to go with Jordan. In the NFL, I'm going to go with Tom Brady, the greatest of all time. And then I'm going to go in in the uh, in the National Hockey League with Gretzky. I don't think personally that those are disputable. I don't. And then she asked me. She said, "Who's the greatest baseball player of all time?" And I. And I saw, I said, well, in, in my lifetime, I think it's got to be probably Barry Bonds. He says, well, he did steroids, so how good how good was he? I said, well, he won three MVPs without and when he played for Pittsburgh. And she goes, no, but he did steroids, so let's you, you get rid of those guys. And I, I was like, Jesus, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I, I like I had like we talk Ricky Henderson, but like okay, how how great was Rick? Because there was the other, and then you have Jeter and on and on. I don't know who. And yeah, you go to the pitching side of things with Roger Clemens, but he did the juice. Then you had Randy Johnson, but he had a problem because he, he didn't have any kind of control uh, throwing the baseball for the first few years of his career and it was a much expo. Who's the greatest? Uh, for, okay, first off, do you agree with me with those first three that I mentioned with Jordan, Brady, and Gretzky? Um, John Elway instead of Brady, but yes. You're kidding, right? Why would I kid? Bill, John Elway was a way better quarterback than Tom Brady. Well, it wasn't as successful, but. Well, that's not his fault, right? Well, so, yes. Not... Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give you Jordan, and I'll give you. Um, uh, you don't believe that for one second. I can see the look on your face those listening on, on the podcast. Fucking right. Is, is, you is can that, see is, on it. Is that one two right there? That's because no, you're that's too that's cheap that's... to buy a Brady jersey. For fuck's sakes, that's all that is. Jesus. Fuck. Why, why would I? Why would I? Just because you have the most rings, like yeah, I might as well have a, a Bob Horry jersey up there. there yeah. There but you, okay, you well, okay, we'll disagree on that one. I don't think. I think we've actually you said on this show that that Brady's the greatest ever. But um, well, he has the most rings ever, and he, I'll okay. give him a, a solid number two. 
Okay. Who's the greatest baseball player ever? That's not uh, juice. It's not in, in our lifetime. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. Like I, I, we, I didn't know the pro, the the topics early on, so I didn't get a ruminate. We just chatted about it before we started here today, and and I knew we were going to talk about this. And I don't really know, like, because it's so hard to dominate a baseball game unless you're a pitcher, right? And then even Wait, a once pitcher, five days. right? And then a pitcher doesn't get to dominate because because of what you said. Um, there, uh, like, uh, thinking about pitchers, um, Josh Beckett was just so awesome again, but like, that's now in the playoffs. So you, you got to think playoffs, right? Once I remember jo- Josh Beckett, like, he did it for the Marlins and he did it for the the Bosox. He has two, pa- twice, twice. Well, Pedro Martinez for, for, for four weeks. Martinez for on four weeks, really good. you know, Pedro Martinez, and then maybe like, you know. Ah, on those Yankee teams, um, I don't know. Like uh, uh, Mariano, I would I would give it before anybody else because it's not who's the greatest. Like and, and like you know. And then we we talked about it, but then like we were allowed to not talk uh, include a Rod because he got suspended for PED. And that's why I said Mariano. I, I, I said Barry Bonds. I said to me like Barry Bonds was the guy. And he goes no steroids. I'm like, okay. And then I said well let's let's do let's do uh, a Rod. Well no because a Rod a Rod would have been, but steroid yeah. two and times. So, so so he's not. And so you go Jesus. And so like. A great big portion of, of, of like our baseball watching year, all those guys are the, the 1993, like 94, right into 2005. I think the steroids on, on it goes. It's hard to think who who the greatest ball player is of our of our generation or of our lifetime because it, of the steroid generation. Right, like it's, and I'm sure, like the, I'm sure that there's situations with the the hockey and the baseball or the basketball and and. Uh, and football, they don't want us to talk about, but baseball, they, they got caught, right? So you just wonder, like, who's the greatest baseball player? Like, it's it's, well, a, so, it's, a, it's a tough, tough question. Well, so let's talk about the last five years. It, it kind of has to be Altuve, right? 1.5 rings. Five foot fuck all. Lean, um, uh, has more postseason home runs, and I get it that the playoffs are longer now than they uh, ever were, and you get more opportunities, more at bats, more games. But you know, I don't know how you can argue with Jose Altuve not being one of the greatest ball players of our generation. Well, of the last of the last twenty years in our lifetime, like in well, our not lifetime. in, in our like lifetime. Yeah, in, in our lifetime, I would even say uh, someone like Paul Maltz or, or uh, Robbie Alomar Jr. See, I was going to go with Alomar because he, he's, he's near, and I, I don't want to say dear to our hearts because of this situation happened a couple of years back. Where some but he was so clutch and so good. Uh, Alomar was right there, man, how good he was. Like, just unbelievable how clutch he was for a long time. And I, I think he's the greatest Blue Jay ever. Yeah, he's got some nefarious things that are, are in his uh, – right in his rear view mirror right now that he's trying to that it just and that went away i'm glad i don't know what happened it's just uh there's, there's a few reports out there what happened with robbie alomar jr and the jays like he just he's one of those guys that just disappeared like just go away just yeah yeah if you wiki him like he like yeah just 
this unsettling allegations and or settled out of court text. Yeah, so it, it's it, it, like I, I I almost brought up to Deanne Jeter, but that's a bit biased for me because I think Jeter was a great player, but I don't think he was a he was a he doesn't he doesn't match like any of those guys we just named don't match Jordan. They don't match Brady or Elway, I guess, if you want to go Elway, which I think you're kind of full of shit. And they don't match Gretzky. So I think Gretzky and, and Jordan are comparable. Are standalones, yeah. Like they're they they're did. comparable. Like they're they're just gone, like mm-hmm. whatever, whatever it is. And I don't think there's a baseball player that matches that. Like because baseball's but is it but is it possible to though, right? Like even in like eras gone by, is it possible to be the greatest ever? Like it's like unless you say something like Ted Williams, right? The last person to hit four hundred. Like 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 I said earlier, you only you you bat once every fucking three innings, and you you get four at bats or five at bats tonight, and 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 that's it. Mm -hmm. And that's it, right? And then with a with a pitcher, you you pitch every fucking five days, and that's it. Like you, right, you know, you throw a one, you throw a one hitter every at bat, and that's still only two. That's only four like, wins in the. In the we like we might be the biggest Ricky Henderson huggers on the planet, like for um, podcast wise. Uh, and this is something you brought up with the Rick Award a couple of years back, but they're they're in my lifetime, and I don't and I don't think this is a stretch. Ricky Henderson was the most feared opponent. For a stretch of time there, from about 1989 to about 1994, he probably played for seven different teams in that in that time frame. I didn't know if he's a kid, but he would hit for power. He steal bases, play great defense, and on and on it goes. Because every time take he, a he walk, went, yeah, everything. And I like I don't want to say Rick is in, in that echelon of those other three guys that we just mentioned, but fuck man. Who's better than Rick? And I'm not, I'm, I, we said before, like, we're, we're, me and you are Rick Huggers. But if you go no steroids, which who knows if Rick did or not, he was never, never, we're not even going to play, play that. But he was the most feared opponent in baseball for a long time to a lot of teams. Right. And, you know, and that's the other thing we have to talk about when we talk about baseball. Like, when we say who's the best ball player, you automatically think, um, First at the plate, then with the glove, and then a pitcher, right? Because a pitcher, as, as dominant as they could be, you're only good one every five days. So as as someone with the glove and someone who could wreak havoc on the base paths, I think Ricky has to be your answer. Like and 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 I I agree with you that that you and I just love Ricky Henderson. Because he is the greatest, and and it's nice to come back to this point and understand that Ricky probably was the greatest baseball player as a hitter and as a fielder, and on the base paths, base paths, he was a difference maker, and that's all you can be. Is he is better than Jeter, and I like I'm a Jeter, I'm a Jeter hugger. There's no getting around that. Oh, for sure, he was more. He's more dangerous, right? More dangerous. (laughs) He's not as dangerous as as uh, A Rod was because A Rod would hit for power, he, but A Rod was the juice guy. He's not as dangerous He's as juice Bob guy, Bonds, but juice guy. Um, yeah. 
he's better than George Brett back in the day. And George Brett's got over 3000 hits and everything else. And then like with pitchers, he like is like Randy Johnson, like I said, he had control problems. I don't know. It's too, too afraid of him. Most nice. He walk half a dozen guys every night. I think like if you, he, and, and that's the thing about baseball. Like when it's, it's, it's two backs. It's such a great game. They'll never have an individual at the level of the other sports. Right, and then also, too, because baseball itself is such a streaky sport, right? A 300-hitter, like I, I remember when Barry Bonds was with the Pirates before he came over to the the Giants, and his playoff batting average was ridiculously low, like 120. He just could not clutch up in the playoffs. And that happens sometimes but he did get a lot of looks in the playoffs and he just kept sucking. Whereas some guys like Pat borders catcher for the Toronto blue Jays world series MVP. Then the, the 86 Mets. Do you remember who won the, the the MVP of that one? I want to say Keith Hernandez. Uh, no, I'll give you a hint. His wife was a better golfer than he was a baseball player. Ray Knight. Ray Knight. Ray Knight. He scored the he scored the run when the ball went through Buckner's legs. You bet. Yeah. He was the World Series MVP for the 86 Mets. Ray Knight, who was a third baseman and didn't Nancy even play Lopez. third base. Yeah, Nancy Lopez is his Hall of Fame golfer wife. I can remember that, but I can't remember we'll get fucking milk. <laughs> but you always remember to come home with a, a 12 pack of Bud Light. Well, it never feels good, never lets you down. One of those things. Yeah. It's well, uh, you, it, and you and you know you need beer. You yeah. don't know you need milk. Well, I never need I never need milk. I well, I need I actually I you know what? I need milk more than I I need beer. I want beer, I need milk. <laughs> but you don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't the, know uh, you don't know you're out of milk. If you if you were uh, let's if, if let's put the steroids into it. Who's the best? Like who would be in that echelon of guys? The uh, the Jordan, the Gretzky, the uh, Brady slash Elway. Uh, who would be in that echelon if you could include the steroid guys and go away from Deanne's way of thinking? Well, if you can go clutch and like you know, when I say clutch, I just mean playoff clutch. I would probably say David Ortiz. He's probably the most clutch uh, baseball uh, uh, postseason player, right? And and I get it. He's in the Hall of Fame, but I have him painted with the steroid brush too. Yeah, there was the, the, the Mitchell report back in uh, 2003, I think it was, where he's kind of like, yeah, you're kind of not a very – yeah, you're your great big smile guy. You will wear a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion with that one. And, and he helped deliver two titles. Right with and like he, he, he was super fucking clutch in the playoffs more than once. But he's not a goat. But then who? What? What's your? What's your? A Rod's way better than fucking. One he, time, one time, A-Rod? one series, oh, one so series clear. in the playoffs. No, so he was great. So we're not talking playoffs. We're talking about regular season. Everything. Everything. Okay, well then I get it. Yeah, then I'll give you a ride over Ortiz. I thought we were talking about playoff performance. Well, let, let's go playoff performance. Like without with the like Gretzky didn't didn't win after '88, really. 
But he dragged LA to the to the cup final against Montreal that year. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like it's uh-huh. Like a, a playoff thing is hard to it's hard to win. You gotta get everybody going in the right direction. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, and, and that's also wet baseball, right? It's such an indivi- individualistic sport. Team it's, game by input six skills. Yeah. I've said that for yeah. ever and ever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can be the best player in the world and never win a game. Speaking of teams going in the wrong direction, none not pulling together. The Oilers are down three nothing again to the Rangers. (laughs) Fuck me. So if so, if Colorado wins tonight, I think so. Then they're going to be. I think Colorado lost. I think I saw that they lost. Oh, did they? Yeah, but nonetheless, so they're. It's it's uh, the. They'll be twelve points behind or ten points. Twelve points back. Yeah. Uh, They're gonna have to find it here. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad I did not heed your advice and then start dating him again. Start dating, going, holding hands, no. walking down the street. I didn't <laughs> block your number, but they were on mute. They're on mute. Mute notifications. <laughs> I don't. I don't suppose you have a uh, would you rather at your uh, at the ready? Do you, Dave? Of course I do. Thursday. That's when I. You know. You know. You know. There's Christmas, my birthdays, and Dave. Days that Dave has a would you rather for me are my three favorite days of the year. And Dave, every Thursday, he has a would you rather ready for old Brent Radlinski waiting at the helm. Dave, let me hear your would you rather. So my would you rather is now about uh, sports media personalities. And so, would you rather have the career of one Joe Buck or one Chris Berman? I would. Oh, this is this one's a no-brainer. This one's an absolute no-brainer. I would way rather have a career of Joe Buck. His voice is synonymous with a lot of ma- like magical moments in in uh, in sports history. Like I obviously like he's a Yankee. Like I'm a Yankee guy, and he he was uh, the voice of those World Series teams back in the '90s and the early 2000s. Okay, so hit pause now. No, 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 no. Just hit pause. I'm gonna change then because I had a, a thing. Um, Joe Buck or Al Michaels. No, we'll go, go all three. Okay, that's, that's fine. Okay. We'll yeah, rank them. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about all. We'll three. go all three because I, I, I like Berman a lot, a hundred percent. But Berman was the voice of Sunday morning, like whatever. Like they could insert fucking guy here, back, 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 and whatever he was doing the, the All Star games, the home run comp- competition, and he he was funny ish. But it was never to me. He doesn't have a, a a shining moment. Like he's just a he's a he's a talking head. Al Michaels is also a voice of of uh, multiple multiple fucking big time moments. Like uh, obviously the, the I don't know if his biggest one, but the uh, the U.S. Olympic Do you believe 19, in miracles? Miracles, nineteen eighty, and he's just always been the voice of everything. And when he's on TV on a nightly basis. Uh, on the weekends, yeah, he's great. He's, but between, so Berman would be a dis, a distant, a distant third, because you could put any joker in that in that position. He was good, but he's a joker, in my opinion. Uh, 
I would probably go just for that, the Al Michaels uh, call for the Olympics that year and the way it's always gone on. And his he's had some great World Series moments as well. I would probably go Al Michaels. Uh, I'd rather have Al Michaels' career than Joe Buck's. And, and it's it's close. Like, they're both great. But I would go Al Michaels for, before Joe Buck. And it's, it's Mike- like... It's 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 a uh, uh, it's a manscape pubic hair, man. I I agree. I think Al Michaels is the king. He's my king uh, as far as the play by play, and and this the moments that Al Michaels has that hockey that nineteen eighty uh, U.S. gold, and he has he's called World Series. He's called Super Bowls, and you know what? It's it's funny like we never mentioned the NBA ever for anything like this because i'm sure there are you guys probably have a guy that, that they that they like but why well, put chris was, berman was, in there too like i think i think chris berman uh made the sports desk into a bit of an art form right oh <laughs> like with, without berman there wouldn't be sports center there wouldn't be the yeah the, the, the he came away yeah that with all his nicknames and everything like yeah. that, and and I and I understand these are two different jobs, and and I think Chris Berman, um, yeah, don't don't sully the name of Chris Berman. Like he's not any joker or anything like that. He added personality and with his nicknames, and and with his bravado. My like favorite he, was he, he, uh, Andrew Bad Moon Rising. I don't know why I remember that one. Like fucking like no business. That movie. one. Uh, my favorite was Kevin Smallmouth Bass. Yeah, he made it fun. He made it funny. And, 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 and I give him a ton of credit for that. Um, Al Michaels is always my king of the play-by-play. I think that guy is just so smooth. I love his voice. And I love Joe Bach, too. Um, the, the, the guys that, like, when you, when you, when you watch baseball right in the postseason right now, I miss Joe Buck. I miss oh, Joe man. Buck. I tell you like what, he, he calls such a good game. Like when I uh, I waxed poetic about that 2001 World Series a lot on this on this podcast, and that uh, Joe Buck, the Yankees have done it again, and you hear his voice, and it's it's, we'll it's just, see you on, we'll see like you it, tomorrow. Night. That, that, that was yeah. next night in 2004. Yeah, on it like the the the, the, the even even the 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 uh, Ortiz home run in 2004 and. Like on and on it goes. Like it was just so, such a great. There was a three year span there where the like the those yeah awesome. No, Joe Buck is great, but yeah, Al Michaels is a generational guy that everybody knows. Like people who are are, are ninety years old know him, right? It's one of those things. It's, it's well, fun. yeah, because yeah, because Al is seventy, like seventy two or whatever, like that. And I think he's more not. Well, and they put him on Thursday night, and he's still catch, cashing checks, right? Like, it's, it's just one of those things. Never and, had a vegetable. <laughs> I know we talked about that. That's crazy. That, ah, that's absolutely ridiculous. They're ridiculous. It, 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 it's yeah. so ridiculous. But, you know, you get to be 72, and and I guess you just take your pills. and and. I mean, he doesn't take any pills. He eats meat, good, fucking Probably smoke cigars. Fucking has a stogie now and then with Jim and the fan in the van and calls her good. Yeah. <laughs> fucking nuts. Is, is there a better who's who's your favorite play by play, whatever announcer of all and not Vince Scully? I'm talking about TV. Ooh. 
you know, and and do you remember Howard Cosell? I'm not calling him oh, a favorite. Yes. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I do remember Howard Cosell. He he was okay. He was uh he was entertaining because he would cause controversy for no reason. It's like what Cosell did. I, you know, and I, I'm a, he, he lasted too long. He, he hung around a long time, more longer than he should have. And uh, typical Canadian TV, they, uh, but I really, really liked Bob Cole back in the, in the mid nine, early to mid nineties. He was fantastic on a hockey game because he, you, he could make a, a bad hockey game sound great. He was so good. And though that 93, 94 Leafs, when they went to the, 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 uh, the semifinals two years in a row, he was so great and so, so enthusiastic. I remember sitting in the mom and dad's kitchen there when the game would be on in the other room. You're thinking that must be one fuck of a hockey game. And you go and you go in the other room and go, this game isn't very good, but Cole, no, was, so great. Cole was so great, but he, he hung around too long. It's not his fault. He's want to be part of it, but he was, so, he's, he's a guy, his voice is entrenched in my head for sure. He's a play-by-play guy. He's one of those guys. I completely agree with that. And then our American listeners won't know he was a hockey night in Canada announcer, and and his voice was synonymous with hockey. Like you and I, the entire time growing up, if hot when the, when the hockey was on on Saturday when, night, when, that's when, the voice, especially when that it was the voice. As well, yeah. yeah, and he was awesome. But like his last five years, it was laughable. It was his voice. Slow. He couldn't keep up and everything else. Kind of like he, he, he knew all the he all the he knew all the Leafs players, but didn't know anybody on the other fucking team. Yeah. But it still sounded good. I miss uh, I miss Ed Whalen on Saturday afternoons, and in the meantime, in between, ring a ding a ding dong. That's it. Another edition of Stampede Wrestling. Bye now. Yeah, it's one of those. Fuck Ed Whalen was good. Ed Whalen was good too. Yeah, malfunction at the junction. Malfunction at the junction. Yeah, Stampede Wrestling. I'd like to, uh, yeah, man, I miss those days. That was so, so great. So great. Just so, yeah, I remember being at the old, when I say the old house, we moved out of it when I was in grade two, but watching Stampede Wrestling yeah. with my dad on a kind of Saturday afternoon. Archie yeah. the Stumpers and the Cuban Assassin. Yeah, crazy. Just absolute <laughs> fucking mayhem. How they duped us all. We, we'll talk about that another day because I, I think it was something that uh, doesn't get talked about enough. The old days of uh, of wrestling in the territories and everything else. It's uh, fun to watch. Anyways, Dave, uh, you're going to Montana. Uh, the roads are bit. Make sure you don't drive like an asshole. No, I want to get there safe. I have my wife and son and dog in the car with me. So we're going to get away as soon as we can, drive in the light. And then we'll just do our thing in, in uh, Whitefish, Montana for a couple of days and come back home. There you go. I have the uh, the Southern Alberta Umpire Association wind-up uh, thing on uh, Sunday afternoon. We're- oh, is it a to-do? Do you got to put on a collared shirt? Or- uh, no. What we're doing, I'm uh, going to uh, smoke some meat and barbecue and things and stuff and bring them over there, and we're doing it in Lloyd. Oh, Lloyd. so you're a, a potluck. No, I'm doing all the food because I can't trust anybody else to do anything. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> how, many people are, how many people are coming? I think about 25, yeah, when it's all said and done. So it'll be all right. It'll be a lot of fun. Then we have our, our uh, annual general meeting where we're doing things and stuff. It's umpire stuff. It's, you got shit to do, eh? I'm a busy guy on Saturday and Sunday doing that. So it should be a lot of fun anyways, sitting with a bunch of umpires in a baseball field again and fucking well, I wish I could. I wish I could come there and uh, stuff the ballot box for you. 
Because uh, anyone can come to an AGM. Yeah, I kind of wish that the ballot box wasn't being stuffed my way, to be honest with you, but that's one of those things I got to deal with. But anyways, the, uh, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four viewers sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other. More importantly, take care of yourself. So you around. Keep your stick on the ice. Someone else, Dave? I don't want to see Jake or Jim swing at high pitches. Jake's our, uh, Jake's our intern here for you. It's going to be a great asset for 1420 Podcast. Thanks for jumping aboard, Jake. We uh, appreciate what you're going to do for us. Your, 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 your vast knowledge is way above what me and Dave in our uh, 90, 103 years of living on this earth are, are worth. So uh, we thank you very much, for Jake, for jumping on. And Jim, as always, thank you very much for uh, doing this as well. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you on Monday night. Can't wait to meet you, Jack. Jake. Can't wait to meet you, Jack. He's still going to be Jack. Okay, there we go. (laughs) 